Hello, Two Principles Podcast listeners. We are so grateful for all the support and appreciate you checking in with us wherever you listen to your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. We would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate, review our podcast. You can also follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Two Principles. Check us out on the web at twoprinciples.com. We are so grateful for our Two Principles Podcast partners. HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. We are excited to record our Two Principles podcast from the beautiful HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Green Boy Brand. We want to thank Green Boy Brand for helping us design our Two Principles artwork and logo. They can help you customize your brand. If you're looking for an artwork design or logo or some cool merchandise, check them out at greenboybrand.com. They have done work for schools, businesses, sports organizations, and everything in between. When you go with Green Boy, you're choosing to get a personal touch rather than a cookie cutter look. Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, where we help you get out of your head and into your heart. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. I'm Blake Paris, the intern, and I'm hanging out with the Two Principles. All right. Hey, Kev, are you good with the mics and the soundboard back there, buddy? Yep, I think we're good. You are the man. Hey, all right, let's spread some good vibes out into the universe today. Hello and welcome to today's show. As always, super excited to be on the screen. Actually, we are on the screen today with my good friend Kevin, and we are pumped up to have our intern, Blake, on the show today. I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost. And we are the Two Principles, the Two Principles podcast, where we put the focus on leadership, work-life balance, stress reduction, and mental health. Thanks for tuning in today as we continue to walk this journey together, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, every episode, we will stay true to the Two Principles purpose. We will consider the impact of our words and actions. We will be in the moment. We will stay present. We will give it our best today. And of course, we are always going to try to have a little bit of fun. Yes, sir, Kev. We are going to have some fun today. Hey, it's mailbag time. So, Kevin, I know we talked uh, episode six with Dr. Becker, which was uh, our last episode, um, Mm -hmm. and which was, I thought, a fantastic episode. Grateful for Dr. Bart Becker. But we did mention on there the number of episodes per month. And I want to clarify that because I know you and I have talked about this. The minimum, uh, uh, minimum number of episodes we will put out will be two uh, episodes per month, but very likely you could see uh, up to four episodes per month. But that, that's where we're kind of going. I think um, when we said two, uh, that's the minimum, but I don't think you're going to see us going any any more than four. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, that's correct. And I think that it really is because when we decided that we were going to keep it to two, I think at the time we were thinking all of our guests were going to be in person at the studio. And so um, we started this uh, going down the rabbit hole of trying to uh, figure out a, a way to do a remote um, episode. 
for guests that aren't able to get into the studio. And so once we decided we were going down that road, we thought, well, maybe we could have a couple of, you know, maybe shorter bonus episodes um, here and there. And so I think, like you said, no more than four, but no less than two. Perfect. Love it. Yep. And you know, that that is the, uh, so the question, one of the questions I had, and I'm going to turn it over to Blake here in a second, but um, one of the questions I had was, hey, do do all your guests have to be in the studio? And so, Kevin, answer that question. I think you kind of already did, though. But Yeah, no, they don't. Um, we are, <laughs> as, as you can tell, we are um, on, on a remote uh, chat platform right now. And um, first time doing it, and we'll see how it goes. But uh, this really uh, quite, quite literally opens up the world in terms of um, who we could potentially try to get on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Very excited about it. And I appreciate all your work behind the scenes with the tech getting all this uh, squared away. I know we're excited because we've got some new equipment uh, that mm-hmm. we purchased. And so we're going to figure some... out how to use it. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know what? You're doing great. And I think uh, you're putting a lot of trust in me, too. So I appreciate that. Blake, how about you? Do you have any mailbag questions for Kevin uh, or myself? The one mailbag question we had that uh, was asked to me is, where did the two principals uh, get their college degree? We're on the we're going to be on the topic of uh, some college life today with me being on. So that was the uh, mailbag question. Well, you know, I'll, Kevin probably went to every college in the country. I did. <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> Kevin. I'm gonna let you go first. All right. So yeah, <clears throat> I went to a lot of schools, uh, attended a lot of schools. Didn't get degrees from a lot of them, but uh, actually started out at uh, UMD right out of high school, Blake, and. Uh, Went there primarily because my older brother, he was two years older than me, he was was going to school there at the time. Um, didn't do very well. Uh, had a ton of fun, but didn't do very well academically. Uh, was there my freshman year, and then my second year of college, I actually moved home. Uh, went uh, to a couple of community colleges for the rest of that year, moved back up to Duluth. Um, went back to UMD. I, I uh, then stopped, and I went to a couple of tech schools up there. Um, I did a, a short stint in um, uh, like graphic design program. Um, I attended Saint, uh, or I'm sorry, Augsburg, um, Minnesota School of Business. Um, the schools that I actually obtained my degrees from were, were Saint Cloud State, where I got my undergraduate, and then my uh, special education license as well as my master's in special education. And then I went uh, a little bit further and got my K-12 administrative license through um, Hamlin and then um, my work program coordinator's license through uh, Bethel University. So I think in all, I believe I have attended 10 official schools since high school. (laughs) Pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That's and it good. took me a long time. I didn't become a I didn't become a teacher till I was uh, almost thirty one years old. Yeah, so did I did a whole things. bunch of other stuff before that. So which is really cool. Yeah, Blake. Uh, for me, I think you know this, but uh, the listeners, I uh, right out of uh, high school uh, took a opportunity to go down to at that time Mankato State University. Uh, spent a year down there, uh, had some fun, and then at that time decided, you know what. I'm going to go down to uh, good old Arizona with a buddy and go to school down there. I uh, had a lot of fun, uh, enjoyed my time down in Arizona. And then uh, uh, my mom, your grandma at the time, uh, or still grandma, um, 
said, you need to, you need to get back to, uh, you know, what you want to do. And I appreciate, uh, you know, my mom keeping, uh, me on track with that. And so I went back and, uh, attended St. Cloud State University where I got my, uh, special ed degree. And then after that, spent some years, uh, teaching and then went to St. Mary's University, got my master's in education and then moved on to uh after that hamlin university to get my administrative license and here we are now and the reason i did that i didn't have a lot of um really reason i think at one point in my life i had somebody tell me hey i think you'd be good working with uh at-risk students and so that was really uh kind of where it started and where it went and where i am now so um and excited to be here uh, on this venture with uh, Kevin and this Two Principles podcast. So you guys both still got that Husky pride then? Husky pride. Hey, they play today, by the way. They play the Gophers for a trip in men's hockey to go to the Frozen Four. So uh, we will see if the uh, goalie from St. Cloud State can uh, stifle that high-powered offense of uh, the Gophers. I didn't really get the Husky experience because, like I said, I was – I was older when I went back, so I was, you know, almost 28 when I was at St. Cloud State. So I was. Kevin, I probably had your experience as well. You, you, when probably, I was there. you probably did. I was, I was the weird old guy in all the education classes with the 18 and 19 year olds, and, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun experience. All right, Blake. Any other mailbag questions? No, that's all we got for uh, this week. All right. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to go back to so uh, last episode, episode six uh, with Dr. Bart Becker again, which was great. And Blake, you um, went through Maple Grove High School and he was your principal. So maybe you could talk about this, too. But we brought this up last episode, this whole thing about cold therapy and cold showers. And so we are we've been talking about this and we're going to continue talking about this with our guests uh, coming up. And uh I've kind of challenged Kevin a little bit to, you know, where he's at with this. And so, Kevin, where where are you at with the whole cold therapy, uh, getting your shock in your yeah. body? I did it this morning. Yeah. So, yay me, right? Um, I, you victory. know, again, I'm not, you know, on a scale, you know, percentage-wise. I'm probably, you know, 100% being all the way cold, turned cold. I'm probably at like 70, maybe. Um, I'm easing my way in, but uh, but I did a solid solid minute this morning, um, which is by far longer than, than I've done it, uh, in the past. And so I'm, I'm by no means, um, consistent yet, but I get it. I see the benefit and, and I did run a, a good distance this morning. So it, it did feel good. Um, That's awesome. I will admit. I will admit. That's cool. Cause we're going to, like I said, we're going to have some people on the show too. And hopefully, uh, uh, that can continually talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I've got some stuff I'm going to share here about uh, on Healthline, but Blake, what about you? Are you in the uh, taking cold showers yet? No, not, not yet. Maybe, maybe in the summer when I'm nice and warm <laughs> and then want to cool down. So, so what I'm, what I'm, what you're trying to tell me is there's still snow on the ground up there in Duluth. Yeah, quite a bit actually. Still, uh, still a lot. So we're waiting for some warmer is days. Any, is there any grass, any grass showing anywhere? Not that I've seen. So no, still waiting for that too. <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> that is. The sun's out today. So real. So we're fine. Oh, the sun's out. That's good. That's fan. That's great. Uh, just really quick, I just want to share this about cold showers here. But cold showers uh, are showers uh, with the water temperature below seventy degrees Fahrenheit, 
and there may be health benefits. And so cold showers are not the main source of treatment for any condition, but they can help improve symptom relief and general well-being. So what it does say here on health Healthline, it says it increases your endorphins. Uh, and so really the, uh, the endorphins, which are some kind of, sometimes called happiness hormones are also released, uh, when doing this, the, uh, this effect leads to feelings of well-being and optimism. It helps improve metabolism. And so it says still, it does not show that cold water, uh, can even out, what does it say? Still, it does show that cold water can even out certain hormone levels and heal the gastrointestinal system. These effects uh, may add to the cold shower's ability to lead to weight loss. So I thought that was interesting. Improved circulation. And so I think we know that about, uh, you know, if you're in those athletes and if you've been one who maybe is a runner or an athlete or have done something, uh, immersing yourself in the cold have seen benefits uh, for years. And that, that includes, it says, some people may benefit from cold showers as a way to help their blood move through their body more quickly. Uh, these include people with poor circulation, high blood pressure, and diabetes. And it also says it helps fight off common illnesses. And so uh, I thought that was very interesting. So those are some of the things. And then it also obviously says, uh, you know, cold showers are not a magical cure-all for any condition. Uh, they, should, uh, they should be used like as a supplement to traditional treatments, but not as a replacement. So that was from Healthline. I thought that was very interesting. And I know... Uh, we talked about it with our, uh, Dr. Bart Becker, uh, and we're going to be talking about it with guests as they come up too, just about that whole uh, experience with that. Blake, uh, did you get a chance to listen to uh, Dr. Becker's episode? I did. So what did you think of your uh, your former principal there? It was interesting hearing him talk about uh, growing up in uh, Montana, right? Yeah, yeah. talking about being taught to uh, fend off grizzly bears and mountain lions. <laughs> did you know that about him? That he was from Montana? I, I vaguely remember him mentioning that it was from somewhere, Montana, Wyoming, but yeah. not that, you know, he was working on a, a ranch and and yeah. being taught to fight off grizzly bears. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. That's did you know that he had a fear of snakes? I did not know that. Yeah, so it's pretty yeah. interesting. So we had some fun with Dr. Becker. Uh he was just gracious enough to spend time in the studio with us, so Grateful Perfect. for that, and so we will keep going. So, Kevin, you want to introduce here? Yeah, let's formally introduce our uh, our intern, um, Blake Paris, Jr. at UMD, studying finance and accounting. Um, Blake, thanks for joining us today on Two Principles, uh, our bonus remote show. Uh, why don't you just tell the folks a little bit about yourself um, that they haven't already heard? Yeah, uh, like Kevin said, uh, I'm a junior at UMD, uh, hoping to uh, get another internship here this summer, and uh, continue to work in the finance field uh yeah i'm just super excited to uh be joining you guys and working with you guys i would i would have to uh say right off the bat that i think uh uh blake's uh social media game is a little bit higher than ours um in terms of just kind of understanding the different platforms and and how they work and and whatnot so it's been uh it's been nice having you on and giving us a little bit of insight into a, um, you know, a different generation's um, perspective. It's been good. Yeah, that's awesome. And we will talk a little bit about that whole generation X versus Z here coming up here. But so, Blake, let's uh, so we always have a random question of the ep- or a random question of the show. Um, and so Kevin and I way back when when we started this thing we were talking about you know making your bed do people make their bed and so that's one of the big questions that we had to start off so I want to know Blake 
Uh, do you make your bed when you're up at school? I do not. That's not something that's part of my morning routine. Okay, so you just let, what would you say, uh, Would how about college kids in general? Do you think that they're making their bed? Most probably not. Uh, at least I think so. I think a lot of the answers you would get if you asked someone would be, why would I make my bed if I'm just going to get right back in my bed at night? So I don't think did most you people. Did you make your bed when you were living at home, when you were in high school? Was that a, was that a thing? Nope. Was that part of the, the household uh, expectations? No? Nope. Okay. It, it was almost like, Kevin, uh, if I could put it into, I didn't want to walk down that hallway too often. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. it got my blood flowing a little bit, and sure. I, it, we just, I just didn't want to get in those, those, uh, those arguments every yeah. day. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, well uh, Blake, as you know, there are benefits of making the bed. And so there are plenty of benefits. And um, so maybe that's something that you can start working on with uh, those college students up there. If you start making your bed, because one of them is actually helps with your mood. Starts your day off right, gets you going in the right direction. It's kind of a, a check mark there. So uh, maybe you can think about we'll work that. On so, yeah, we'll work on them. Um, hey, let's let's uh, let's get into some things here. Like Jason said, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of the subject matter today. Is going to be um, we've got a couple of Gen Xers here, uh, Jason and myself, and then we got uh, Gen Z with uh, intern Blake. And so some of the questions are going to be related to that. And um, this first one, uh, want to talk about routines. Um, there's lots of research on the importance of creating positive routines. Um, you know, as it just helps with with overall health and wellness it's related to circadian rhythms um what's your typical routine look like in the morning in the evening do you have a little bit different routine maybe on the weekend um and how do you feel like your your routines uh contribute to healthy habits yeah so actually within the last like week or so i feel like my routine for the day kind of starts the night before because i just quickly go over what I'm going to be doing the next day, just run through that. So then when I get up, I have just have a pretty clear idea of what I'm going to be doing that day. And it's usually set in, all right, my classes are, you know, at whatever time, like 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 12. And then from there, I'll try to build out, all right, I got this many assignments to do. I got to do them in between my first class and my second class, then my third class, I'm going to go eat. It's it's kind of built around, it's more day-to-day. It's not set based on, you know, every day, but trying to know exactly what my day is going to look like and have it planned out just makes for a lot smoother and kind of reduces that anxiety of what uh, is going to go on. So that's kind of what I've been doing, at least for the weekdays. Sure. How about balancing your your personal life? Um, you you got a job mm-hmm. up there. Um, tell tell everybody where it is. Little Angie's Cantina down in Canal Park. I heard, I heard they have awesome <laughs> chips and salsa. Yep. Working there last night, late yeah, actually. I, uh, didn't get anything to eat, so I just yeah. started crushing some chips and salsa on the back. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Um, so you've got a job, you've got your personal life, you've got school. Um, how are you balancing all, all that? Yeah, that's it's definitely tough. It there's uh, uh, a lot of uh, kind of schedule building and planning that goes into that. Um, I try to uh, with school that just 
during the week. That's all I focus on because I work uh, as a bar back. So the best shifts and shifts I want to work are the weekends anyways. So yep. Monday through Friday during the day, that's all school related. And then, uh, you know, if there's time at night, you know, hang out with my roommates, you know, if there's a wild game on or something, try to uh, balance that. And then on the, on the weekends with, with work, just trying to build a schedule where I can, you know, make a lot of money with tips and everything. But also, like tonight, I don't, I work during the day on a Saturday. I don't work at night. So then I can go hang out with my friends at least for one night of the weekend, just trying to balance it all. And when it works out like this week, sure. it works out really well. Uh, there's some weekends where I work both nights and school was a ton and I didn't get to see a lot of people. But uh, and, that, and that can wear on you because you need that balance and you need social interaction to, to stay balanced. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of all built in that uh, schedule building. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. And I would say, too, you know, one of the things uh, – as we talk, as you know, we talk stress reduction or stress management, Blake, and I know being in college, you know, Kevin, myself, we, that was a long time ago for us. Uh, and just some of the things you're saying, I, remembering back, I don't know if I was there as much as, you know, figuring out a schedule like you're doing, which I think is great. And I think that may lead to helping you kind of manage your stress. But what are some of the big stressors that are going on, do you think, with uh, college students and, and just students in general from that 18 to 23 year old. Yeah, I think age. on a day to day basis, it's, you know, the things you would expect, like, oh, I got this exam coming up or project or whatever. And that, that's more day to day or, or, you know, oh, I got to work tonight, like stuff like that. But I think the big thing that's kind of always in the back of people's minds up here or just any college is thinking about, uh, the future. And there's a lot of anxiety right now going, mm -hmm. you know, thinking about where am I going to work? Where am I going to intern? What's that going to look like five years from now? What am I going to be doing? Um, mm -hmm. Thinking about, you know, right after you get that college degree, what that's going to look like. There's a lot of, especially now that you get to your junior and senior year, that's uh, that's definitely probably, I think, the biggest stressor. Yeah, yeah. I can remember. I can remember being stressed out about that, but. I didn't handle it well. <laughs> I know there's just diff exactly, and that's the thing we look back yeah. on now is like some of those decisions you're making. It's like, well, you know what? Hopefully, you, yeah. But look, you look where you are now, Kevin. You are you are very successful and doing a lot of great things uh, out in the world. So, Blake, I'm gonna follow up with this. If you had, there's a lot of students right now that uh, we talk to, and I talk to that are they are they're 18 years old and they are thinking about where, what they're going to do next year, right? And that's that transition from going from high school and leaving high school. And there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxiety with that. What's some advice you would give to those students right now that are, that are kind of in that, in that realm? And uh, your, your younger brother is, you know, one of those people of that age. Yeah, it's tough uh, because, well, one of the benefits is with like, so we go back to like schedule and routine is, it's not like high school where you're going to school for eight hours straight and then going home. Mm -hmm. You know, you can build the schedule how you want it when your classes are. But with that, having that benefit is you, you got to stay disciplined to, to your routine, your schoolwork, eating three meals a day. Um, you, you, can't, uh, you can't go off the rails right away because 
as you start to do that and you don't you end up start missing classes you the stress just builds up from there you you got to be able to stay disciplined to a, a schedule and a routine and uh yeah be be smart about it all right well that's good and that's good advice to you know those that are thinking it you know, going to be making that transition because I know it is every, every, every place in your life that, that, that next step or that next chapter, whatever people want to call it on their journey, you know, you've got to go through some uncomfortable things. And I like the word that you use there, discipline, because that's something Kevin, uh, myself, we talk a lot about is you have to be disciplined. And what does that look like? And that's doing things sometimes when you don't want to do them. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what and, you're saying. And there. with so that too, it's that. like, there's so many things that you can get distracted by when you're just on your own. So many different things you could want to be doing, having too much fun on the weekends, but or weekdays even. It's just, like you said, having that discipline to just, I don't want to go to class tomorrow at 8 a.m., but I have to because I'm going to get behind and I don't want to do that. And that's going to uh, negatively affect my grades and my school. So, yeah. Cool. Hey, Kevin, you want to talk to Blake or ask about this? The whole, our whole kind of one of our big premise or big purposes of the Two Principles podcast is mental health. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something that that really is kind of the one of the one of the big foundations of what we're trying to um, address. Um, you know, it's a big it's a big topic, right? It's a it's a very very um, um, large. Um, part of what we're doing, but, you know, mental health, what, is, what does it mean to you? Um, we hear so much about it, um, you know, kids, adults. Um, what is it, what is, when you think of mental health, what comes to mind? Um, I don't know sp- specifically, like, what comes to mind is, is kind of just, uh, for me, it's an overall balance. Just not getting too crazy one way or the no- another where you're, um, you're stressed or, you know, you're depressed or whatever. It's just mental health to me is just having an overall uh, life balance. And it kind of, for me, always goes back to one phrase that I tell myself every day is be where your feet are. And being able to just center yourself and, and be mindful. This, Like we were talking about earlier with the anxiety over what am I going to be doing in my career? What is my first job going to look like? You can't control that now. You got to be where your feet are. You got to go to class and just worry about that now. So that's kind of what I tell myself every day, and that's kind of what I sum it up to. So when you're talking about, um, you know, I think you used the term just kind of an overall um, balance. What I'm hearing is mental health is more, it's more than just what you're thinking, mm-hmm. right? Um, so can you elaborate a little bit on that? Is it is it also what you're doing physically and, and emotionally? Um, those those components play into your overall mental health and your yeah, opinion? definitely. Just when you don't like, I think like when I'm not doing great or stressed, like I start to see other yeah. areas of my life start to dip down, like socially or like I'll start to slack in other areas. Like say even just something mm-hmm. as simple as cleaning my room, you just ignore it, forget about it. It's gotta be uh, you get you gotta have all that balance because when you don't, it's certain areas physically yeah. too with like working out. 
if that's not something you're if that's something you typically do as part of your routine and then that starts to slack off you see it physically emotionally like you were saying so yeah next thing you know you're watching netflix for 12 hours eating a bag of cookies right (laughs) yeah it's all it's all related and 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 let's be honest i mean you know i went i was i was your age up at umd um I certainly remember some other things that I was doing um, that probably wasn't so healthy in terms of, of uh, avoidance and, and kind of spinning out of control and um, whatnot. There's, there's, a, there's a ton of, of uh, negative behavior, right, associated with when you're, when you're not um, feeling balanced or, or connected to yourself. So uh, I appreciate that perspective. That's great. Learning a little bit about the whole uh, the Zoomers the Zoomers, Kevin, mm-hmm. we're learning about the Zoomers. And that's yep. going to lead us into the whole uh, world of the smartphone and social media, Blake. So Kevin, myself, we, we didn't grow up with this. We never grew up with the, you know, the Gen, the Gen Xers. We didn't grow up with us. We didn't grow up with the self. We didn't grow up with the internet. Uh, for Well, for I was at the tail end. I, I remember my senior year. We had two computers in the in the library. We still called it the library, right? We had two computers that had um, this crazy new thing called the World Wide Web, and it was so limited. Basically, all it was, the only thing that we really did with it was we looked up a little bit of information about colleges, and it was, I mean, it was so just watered down. It was, the screen was, I mean, it was just text. It was barely even in pictures. Hey, um, yeah. You remember, you know, as you're speaking there, like I don't even know if you know. I don't even know if your generation knows this, but do you know what an encyclopedia yes, is? Yes, I know what an encyclopedia <laughs> is. Okay, I just <laughs> wanted to make sure because I, right now on the yeah. world, like what Kevin was saying on the World Wide Web, that you can get everything now. But for us yeah. back in our day, we, we had, had to read. Like, you had to pull out a you know whatever your topic was, and, and those things. I don't even know how often those things you, got updated. So <laughs> did you know what a card catalog? You know what a card catalog no. is? I don't know what that is. Oh my gosh. And I will say too. Okay, so. real quick. I'm going to take 30 seconds. We would go to the library if I wanted to find a book on, I don't know, cheetahs, whatever. I'd have to find it in the card catalog. There were all these file, these drawers with these little cards, little index cards. Dewey Decimal would, numbers, right? Yeah, Dewey Decimal. You'd search by the topic or the subject and it would give you this long number. And then you'd have to go around the library and like find the book. And sometimes <laughs> it wouldn't be in the right spot. And. Oh my gosh! It was yeah. You I guys do. Have no idea. I do remember. So a lot of this stuff you're bringing up was elementary school for me, because at that time, okay. early to mid two thousands, especially like we did use the Dewey Decimal numbers. I'd, I remember finding books okay. in the elementary school library, um, and then with like using encyclopedias. That was pretty much all elementary school. After that, it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, you just get on that. You get on that World Wide Web, but so when we're talking about like, uh, you know, social media, let's just. I want to talk to you about what kind of platforms you're on and how do you use social media, because one of the things that we see and we notice and we have lots of conversations about is the addiction to a your smartphone. But then obviously within your smartphone, you have all these social media platforms that people can spend. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 hours a day on. So number one, how do you use social media? 
and maybe what platforms are you on? And then let's talk about the uh, addiction of that after that. Yeah, so um, I pretty much, for my personal social media, I'm not huge into posting too much, specifically on like Instagram or, or TikTok. I've never even posted anything. I just, I like to view other people's content. Um, Twitter, I get into that a little bit more with posting stuff, but uh, those are pretty much my main three. But I don't, the way I use social media is more about viewing. Like I use Twitter to get a lot of my news now, specifically like Ooh, sports okay. stuff. That's just kind of how, how I've always used it. Um, but I think with the posting thing that I've seen, and I've felt like when I've done an Instagram post or when I've done a Twitter post, is the reason people get addicted to that, it's been talked about a lot, is it's just that instant gratification. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. the second you you see now, or I remember like high school, whatever, you post on Instagram, within an hour you could have 100 likes, 100 people that are it's popping up on your phone that this person likes it, this person likes it, this person likes it. You get addicted to that pretty quick. And um, I think that's a probably the biggest part of it, at least for people who are consistently on there posting and doing filters and all this stuff. But then another thing too, I think is uh, like with TikTok, I see it, ha- I, it happens all the time to me, just, just scrolling through, you can get sucked into that for like two hours without even realizing you're on TikTok <laughs> scrolling mm-hmm. through because those videos are tailored to your interests with how a lot of the social media sites are set up now, their algorithms. Like I'll see golf videos or uh, March Madness right now like and I'll just keep watching because it's short clips it keep I can switch to the next video because people's attention spans aren't that long anymore so I think these apps are definitely tailored to uh, like Gen Z and you can get on there for hours without even realizing it absolutely hey one of the things I would say too and this would be to any of the you know students out there that are, you know, building a resume or getting out, getting out there, really be careful about the information you are putting out on social media. And I can say this, and I know Kevin will attest to this too, but when we hire, we do do, uh, we Mm -hmm. do check through social media. We do a quick scan of social media just to see what type of a person they are, maybe away from the interview that we didn't know. And so I would just, I would recommend to those, you know, people out there, look at your social media accounts and what what type of person do you want others to see you as? And I the best advice I always got was, um, would you, and uh, you know would your grandma be happy with what you posted? Right. Another thing too so. with that is, <clears throat> great advice was given is like, if you, especially on Twitter, you can get in the heat of a moment, maybe in like a not an argument, but you want to fire back something. Wait fifteen minutes, see if you'd want to post that again, and most of the time the answer is no, I wouldn't. Now I don't want to say that. So just give it some time too. That's a good advice. Yeah. What about the what about the addiction part cuz Kevin uh, we what we do is we we see this all the time and and I don't want to I'm not going to throw you know say it's say it's you know students or whatever cuz there's adults that are addicted to their smartphones Absolutely. and we we do yeah. know that. But Blake, what are some things that you advise that, or what are some things that people can do to help with that? Because I think what's happening is is it's it's conditioning people's brains and it, and that whole like you said, those algorithms on those social media platforms are just pumping that information through based on 
what they're looking at. So they are just continually wiring their brains a little differently. But what what advice would you give? Well, as far as like, uh, I know for Apple right now, it'll pop up after a week, say your screen time, your average per day. Set a set a goal. Mm-hmm. Where do where do I want that to be? Whether it's you know four hours, five hours. I mean, I've seen some people where it's literally ten hours. That's that's crazy. Um, and then as far as like school goes, bringing it back in the school perspective, like just literally put it away. Don't even you don't even bring it. Put it in your backpack. Just don't even have it on you. So if you hear like a a buzz or a ding, you're not even gonna look at it. Because um, too easy now. There's like even like you guys were saying with the older generations, there's something for everybody that they can get addicted to on their phone. So I think the easiest thing is just mm-hmm. trying to, as much as you can, just put it away. It's hard at first, but uh, there's so many benefits to just doing something else, reading a book, anything. Yeah, no, that's good advice. And then and then you think about, you know, guys like this, right? <laughs> yeah. Apple Watch. I mean, I might put my phone away, but unless I'm disciplined enough to, you know, put my watch in airplane mode or whatever, I'm constantly getting, um, you know, and obviously I'm not like a student. I'm not getting, I'm not getting 200 notifications <laughs> in a two-hour window. Um, it's usually my wife texting me something about, you know, pick up something on the way home or whatever. But um, even when we make an effort to try to, you know, lessen it, we're, it's it's the devices we still, like I said, we still have it, you know, right on our wrist, um, which is a great tool as well. I mean, it's it's um, it's it's it has its purpose, I guess, is what I'm saying. But that's good advice. And I, yeah, and I would say too, Blake, I like what you said about um, setting a goal. You know, first mm-hmm. of all, figuring it out, right? I think the first part, the first thing you have to do Awareness. is you have to be aware of it. Yep, yep, exactly. You have to be aware of it. Where am I with this? And so, if you don't even know your where you're at with it, first thing is to be aware of it. Look at it, and then yeah, set yourself a goal. Say, okay, today I'm only going to be three hours on it. I want to be whatever. But I I love that, and I think. If you can do that and maybe just baby steps getting better and better and better at that. So, you know, yeah. we know if we go to the whole Gen Z, Gen X thing here, yeah. you know, when we're talking phones, you know, you know what we did? Blake? What was that? We used to write notes. Heck like yeah. if there was somebody that you, if there was check like. Yes or no. Yep. Check. Yes or no. Do you like me? Will you go out with me? You know, those type of, you know, or you put them in their lock. Remember putting the notes yeah, in the, yeah. their locker oh, too. Yeah. So that's how we communicated. And then you'd get in trouble. You know what you, you know, we wouldn't get in trouble for cell phones, but you'd get in trouble because a note was being passed across. And the sometimes road. they'd read it out loud in front of the class. <laughs> did you ever have that happen, Jason? Uh, yes, I did. Oh yeah. And then everybody knows who you liked and yeah. Yeah, it was devastating. Yeah. I can't say that, that's ever, well, uh, that was never something that I experienced in school. Did you ever, you never passed a note never. in high school? Not, I mean, it was literally just no, go on your what, phone and text them. Yeah. Ah, oh, so bizarre. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to talk about, we got some, some topics uh, related to, uh, uh, Gen, Gen Z and Gen X. Um, and just in case listeners aren't aware, um, Gen Z, uh, typically, you know, the, the range is born between 1997, uh, and 2012, uh, Gen X is, uh, born between 1965 and 1980. Um, so, you know, myself, I was born in 76, so I'm kind of towards the, the tail end of, of Gen X. Um, but there's so many things that we could talk about between Gen X and Gen Z <laughs> that were just drastically different. And, 
Um, so some of those things, you know, the first obvious one is technology, and we've been kind of talking about it, the no phones, the no, the no internet, the writing of the notes. I mean, I mean, I think about, and Jason, I'm sure you can, you can relate to this. I mean, what was one of the things, what was one of the biggest things that you would do, um, let's just say on a, on a Friday night, Saturday night, um, you're old enough to drive. What was a good, good chunk of the night dedicated to? Oh man, we'd, uh, we'd go hang out somewhere. We'd go find a place to hang out at, um, and then what popped into my mind as you were talking about that, I remember the first time, you know, you had the, the phones, your, your phones at the at your house were, you know, on the wall. Wired. Yep. Wired, right? And uh, I remember how cool it was when we got call waiting. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. you had that, you'd call somebody, you have a busy signal, right? Well, then you, I think, you you know, you paid a little extra and you got the call waiting. So yeah. then they beep and then you'd say, can you hold on? And you'd, you know, you'd click over. So that was a, that was a big thing is the, the call yeah. waiting uh, on that. But yeah, and hanging out, um, just, yeah, hanging out with your buds and uh, going over to someone's house or yeah. going to a restaurant and hanging out. Uh, maybe the, going to a movie too. I mean, there was just yeah. different things. How about you? Well, one of the, what I, was, what I was alluding to was, at least for me in my experience, I remember, at least in my, my memory, um, I feel like a big portion of the time we were just looking for people. We were, yeah. we, we were, we were trying right. to find our friends, right? Yes. Like, like finding our, your Driving friend around, in, yeah. in 1991 was way different than looking on your phone saying, find my friend. You know, <laughs> you, you can't call anybody, you know, you might call, um, five of your friends houses and talk to the parents. Oh, so I, I think, I think Johnny's with, uh, Jake over there. And so then you call Jake's house. Oh no, they left a half an hour ago. Where'd they go? Oh, I don't know. Um, so you get in your car and you just drive around. You'd, you'd, go to all the usual spots. Maybe you check some, somebody else's houses and, um, you know, you might spend the entire Friday night just driving around. You never find what you're looking for. And so, which in and of itself, man, I just, I mean, I'm having a lot of nostalgia, even just thinking about it. I know. You know, you'd stop and you'd get something to eat and, um, you know, you'd run into people you weren't looking for. And it was, it was almost just like a constant surprise every, the whole night because you never knew who you were going to run into. Um, and, you know, and every once in a while you'd, uh, you'd stop at a, a payphone um, yep, and, old... and throw a quarter in and call somebody. <laughs> and here, here was the other kicker that, that kids don't think about or Gen Z doesn't think about. We had to memorize everybody's oh, yeah. phone number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I, I hardly even, I don't even know, I don't even know my parents' phone number right now off the top of my head because for the last, ever since we've had cell phones, we just... we've untrained our brain, right? We don't need to remember numbers anymore. So when we were growing up, we had to memorize everything. You know, we weren't walking around with a with a little notebook. Um, so I don't know. I, mean, I forgot about you, that aspect. Did you ever do the? Uh, speaking of Friday nights, do you remember uh, you could call into the radio station? I remember calling. Oh yeah, K- yeah. I think KQRS. I think Absolutely. it was five four five. Dedicate a song. Five four five roll something like that. Yep. Was, that was the number, and yeah, dedicate yeah. a song. Yeah, Blake, Absolutely. what do you think about all well, that so stuff? So the first part of what you're saying, Kevin, that it almost sounds like a game, like Friday night. We're going kinda, out. We're, yeah. we're just looking for people. It sounds almost kind of fun. Just yeah. Don't know what I'm doing tonight, but we'll see. I think. I think <laughs> your generation should should like you know get your group of friends together, and and dedicate like this weekend. You know, a weekend. No, no internet, no phones, nothing, and just try to find each other. See that, what happens. That actually would be. I think people would be interested in that because I've wondered that before. It's like, it sounds so dumb, probably to you guys, but like I was thinking. I, yeah. I always think about too, like, oh my God, I don't know how I would get uh, to some 
like if I'm looking up like a restaurant or like how would I get there if I didn't have Apple Maps? <laughs> like I have no clue. Yellow pages. Yep. Yes. Yellow pages yeah. and a map. Yellow, and yeah, the yellow and yeah. white. Oh god, the old those telephone books. Yeah, that would come. Yeah. That, that they would sit on your front. Uh, you right Oh my gosh, the, it's just it's door there. Everything Bring just took so much longer. Right? But at the to time, get... it did feel that way, though. No, you it were, well, that no, just it felt normal. It's it felt all relative. Yeah, that's all yeah, relative. I will add yeah. in too, though. Sorry to and, interrupt. The with the phone numbers, I did grow up. We grew up. At least me. Uh, it's a lot of my friends grew up calling on a landline still. So I was memorizing okay. at least two or three of my friends' phone numbers. That was something that I did. Okay, that's good. But was it, was it a cordless It was cordless, phone, yes. Yeah. When yeah. did you guys get rid of your landline? What year do you uh, think? Blake, I don't you know. I was, remember. I was probably I in like was middle school, probably at late elementary school. Middle school, yeah. You were in okay. middle school. Yeah, we got rid of it. So maybe, yeah. maybe 10 Something years like ago. Something like that, yeah. At least, yeah, at least yeah. 10 years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we probably got rid of ours. Actually, I think we got rid of it when we moved into this house, uh, which was uh, 2009. So, yeah, it's been like 14 Little, years since we've yeah. had a landline. It's probably yeah, about the yeah. same. Um, how about uh, another another idea related to the, the Gen Z and Gen X? Yeah, you know, binge watching, right? Something as simple as ripping through six episodes of a show. We had to wait yeah. weekly for the next we had, episode we had to, wait to come seven out. Seven days. <laughs> and then Jason, do you remember this? To be continued. Yes. Do you remember that? Do you remember oh, the yes. And and if it and it didn't happen very often, right? Because typically the episodes were kind of standalone. But if it was a super special episode and there was a really, really big cliffhanger, the literally, Blake, the words to be continued would show up at the bottom of the show right before the credits. And so they'd get you on the hook. They they knew you were going to be on the couch in seven days watching the next the next step. This might be yeah. a hot take, Just but bizarre. I feel like that could be almost I don't want to say maybe more enjoyable, but like when the if everyone's watching a really popular show, you're all watching at the same time. You mm -hmm. all go into school or work the next day. Yeah. You're all talking about it. Now it's just like, have you seen that show? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, I've seen the whole thing. I saw it all last week. Like it just yeah. it's <laughs> well, it would be very interesting to not have access to like every episode like that. Yeah. I've heard some stats. I don't know them off the top of my head, but I've heard how many more shows just across all the different platforms there are today, you know, versus, you know, when Jason and I were growing up, um, you know, there weren't that many networks. I mean, it was just that there weren't as many options. So yeah, it was, you know, literally three quarters of the world or three quarters of the United States was, uh, sitting on on the couch watching the Cosby show on yep. you know whatever night it was I don't remember but um yeah that's not happening now I mean it's family just, ties all oh, that good yeah. stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that was it's just yeah again, it, yeah just it's the nostalgia like I, I've heard yeah, now like reports that the only thing pretty much holding up like live cable TV is sports because that's live and you don't sure. want to rewatch a game that's already happened that you've heard about. That's like the only thing pretty much people are still tuning in to watch, I feel like. And maybe there's some other shows out yeah, there. Right, but... they're... Yeah. That's a good Related point. to TV. Um, talking about changing channels. Oh, yeah. Thinking, maybe you had to get up think... and change a channel? Yeah. I, I, we didn't I have remote. The first remote control was about like, it was huge. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, um, I remember I would call in, like I'd be laying on the couch and I'd call my brother. 
I'd yell at my brother to come into the room, like I like, hey Brian, Brian, come here, come here, come here, come here. And he'd come in all excited. I'm like, hey, can you turn to channel nine? <laughs> that was the big joke that we would do because we we even though there wasn't, you know, I don't even I don't even remember thinking, oh man, I wish there was like an electronic device that I could change a channel. It was just we couldn't change the channel, so you'd have to get up, get up so, and turn it. Just or you had those little weird. one of those rabbit ears, right? Oh yeah, you had to get the you had to get the reception to come in just yeah. right. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, all the fun stuff. Uh, hey, what got, else, Jason? What else I got I, yeah, I got another thing. Um, so Blake, we we were kind of known as the latchkey kids. Okay, so that m- meant that we were kind of on our own a lot. Mm-hmm. Our parents. That was kind of when parents went. Both parents went back to work, and so you'd come home from school, and that's why you got the we got the nickname latchkey kids. You'd come home with your key, you'd open up, and you'd go into the house by yourself. And so we spent a lot of times. Now it's kind of like your generation. It versus like the helicopter, right? The helicopter parents. You had the latchkey latchkey kid parents, and then you have like what you call the helicopter parents. What would you have? To, what do you have to say to that? Just remind me again. What's helicopter parents? Helicopter parents are like they know where you are all the time. Okay. They are on top of you. They trying are going to drive you to, everywhere. Yep. They're going to they're going to send you everywhere. They they're going to just kind of want to take mm-hmm. care of everything. Yep, take care. So of So what everything was the question you. then? So what's I mean. What, what we did is we grew up, our parents, again, they never they, knew where we, they didn't they, know where we were. They never did. I mean, come <laughs> over and find us. <laughs> That's right. So, but I mean, now, like, again, you go to technology, what do you have that? What's that, uh, that thing on your phone that you can track, you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff. But, and I'm not saying that some of that stuff is probably good, but it's just different now. Yeah. How, how, you know, growing up, you grew yeah. up, you grew up in this and I don't know what you thought. What you thought I mean, of that? It's you know to a certain extent, yeah, that the helicopter parent thing, but also like it's it's mostly just at least for me, I especially middle school, early high school. I don't know how how many people were using the the tracking things. Maybe more people were than I think, but I don't think many people were using those like devices where everyone in the family's all in like the app and it tracks where everyone is. So I think probably just mostly like shooting someone a quick text. Uh, you know where you are, what you're doing, just to check in. But yeah, that's definitely uh, a lot different than how you guys grew up. Cause I think, I think now it's so easy with the speed that you can just communicate with someone too. Um, mm-hmm. like what are you doing? Where are you going? Like, just quick check in. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, I'm sure you remember this. I mean, I can remember in like, especially in the summer, um, you know, when school is off, I mean, you'd, you'd leave and oh. eight o'clock in the morning, you'd come back at sundown. Yep. You'd yep. hop on your bike. You'd, you'd maybe have a backpack. You'd, you, you, I mean, you could, you could, you might go to the park, you might play a baseball game, you might go swimming. Um, and, and you I mean, my parents, they had no idea where I was and, and, Quite frankly, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not not that they didn't care, but I mean, yeah. it was a different mentality. It, it was, was for the so most much. part. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were things they didn't want me to do, and they were concerned about certain, you know, maybe busier roads and stuff like that. But um, so I had some parameters. But but for the most part, it was safe enough. The idea was that kids could be out playing, right? Playing, like Blake. Mm-hmm. Do you remember growing up playing? I mean, did you ever? call your friend and say hey you want to go out and play early on yeah oh you did you know we okay whether it's go up and play some basketball or we were big into just in the backyard football wiffle ball whatever it was sure 
on the landline, call up my best friend, lived a couple houses down, or just yeah. run down to his house, knock on the door, just let's go, let's let's play something, let's do something. Okay. That's good. So you you've you've had some of that experience then. That's good. Oh yeah, we were that was really big for, you know, Becky uh, and I when we'd we'd want them to be outside and, and get that yeah. experience of being outside. So that was one thing we did and you guys did. I mean there would our you know, backyard would be home of the um, you know, wiffle ball tournaments or sure. the oh, that's good. I mean, it was awesome. Then we'd have neighborhood kids over there. It was great. It was a yeah, lot and of then fun. To that's add good. to that too is uh with the difference in generation, uh one of my classes we just had a guest speaker. Um and he he's he works at Fastenal, pretty high up there. And he was talking about how with his with his generation, it was like his parents trying to drag them back into the house. Like, come on, we're eating dinner, like outside playing yeah. all day. And now it's like he's trying to drag his kids out of the house to try to go, yeah. you know, <laughs> be outside and do something. So it's just completely flipped. Yeah, it, yeah. And well, it, what it goes back to, and it goes back to just the addiction of i this is again my opinion i think there's just that it's easy addiction to get caught up into mm-hmm. your phone and just to get lost in in your phone and so again hopefully more people will start to recognize that and be aware of that a couple two two things we're gonna we're gonna talk here about and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up with you blake but um i want to talk because uh, um, i'm i'm sure kevin was one uh to uh, put together what we call the mixtape, the cassette tapes. Oh, yeah. But we also had, but like we had, we had what we call when the Walkman came out. That's where you put your cassette tape in, and you put these little uh, headphones on, and they pl- and you played a cassette tape in there. But what you could do at the same time is you could make. If you had um, the two side by side cassette yeah, deals, yeah, you, you could, yeah, you could create cassette tapes, and yeah. and so Kevin used to make these mixtapes for all his girlfriends. <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if anybody still has any. Oh God, this, yeah. You, you, any experience? With no a Walkman? experience with a Walkman, like, but I th- I think for okay. for my generation growing up, it was it was all about iTunes when. People started to get, um, mm. I remember the first uh, iPod I got was just, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a little one that you could like clip the shuffle. The yeah. shuffle. And then with the wired yep. earbuds. And uh, yep. and then I do actually remember still uh, burning a couple CDs when we had on the computer, yeah. oh, okay. we would have songs on there. Oh, so yeah, we used to burn the CD, put it into one of the speakers. So I do remember doing that still, but that was very young yeah kevin kevin what was your what was your first cassette tape that you remember that you you got oh, that i bought yeah. you know I, I honestly i wasn't a big collector of music um i really wasn't but i do remember um i i for whatever reason i distinctly remember buying um cool modi do you remember him oh yeah yes um, i do I can't even. I couldn't even tell you one of his songs, but I remember buying that cassette tape. Uh, Find you on Cam- Cannibals. Cannibal, I remember buying yeah. that one. Uh, my brother. My brother was um, a pretty big uh, collector of music, so I kind of just listened to his. You know um, what my? You know what my two were? Hmm. I had Twisted Sister. Oh yeah. Okay. D. Snyder and Twisted Sister was my yeah. first. I think, and then my second one was run dmc oh yeah love that and those were two uh cassette tapes i remember i would just play over and over yeah. and over again and then, and then obviously they, i got into van halen and stuff like yeah. that so and then they'd wear out and then and then and then <laughs> they'd get all tangled and you have to take them out you'd take a pencil and you'd put it in the no <laughs> this, is, this is crazy and then you just end up with a rat's nest and 
um, bird's nest kind of mess. And I got a question so, for you. Yeah. What oh, about I clothing? Say, I got a question for yeah. you guys. Go quick. ahead. Go ahead, Blake. So, as far as then, like the radio, that had to be is insanely yeah. popular then, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Casey you remember Kaysen? Casey oh, Kaysen, the, oh, the top one hundred? Oh, what did they call that it? That was. Yeah, I think it was. Is that was called top one hundred? Yeah, the, and then they had the top. Yeah, every week they had the every top. Every Sunday. Yeah. Every Sunday. God, it was so great, and you'd listen to that. I yeah. was actually on a. I don't know if it's uh, cool the longest. The yeah, long the long. Yeah, and they'd read the. Oh yeah, you'd yeah. sit and listen to that. Oh, absolutely, that was fantastic. It, it was. It was. Um, it was a huge part. Um, and you know that that was. I don't know. In a way, that was like that was our YouTube, right? I mean, that was that was the thing that that kids got lost in it was making sure that they caught that and and uh the reason i asked is and you know the the reason i asked is because now i feel like i'm definitely probably one of the only people that i get in my truck it's an older truck 2005 i don't i listen to the radio and i enjoy it like i gotta be one of the only people that still does that everyone gets a bluetooth adapter or whatever they listen to their own songs yeah i almost enjoy just the randomness of like oh flip to that station oh I haven't heard that song or yep. sports talk, whatever it is. I I do enjoy uh, the radio. So there's some aspects of what you guys were doing that I'm maybe still doing. Yeah, that's I, cool. I would say too with that is what what's changed so much, and I see this with um, the the younger generations, is that with with you know iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, you can you can listen to music you know, we didn't, we didn't have that access, I should Mm -hmm. say. So it would be like an album would come out and that was when it came out and you would get it or you'd hear it on the radio. But now you can just go on and you, you can listen to music from all over generations. And I think that's where even it's, it's interesting to see students in school will sometimes have shirts on of bands back in like the eighties. And they'll be like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I got my Van Halen shirt. Yeah. Um, but also (laughs) with that (laughs) songs can get old really fast. If you have a playlist and you're like, oh, this new song, oh, it's so good. You listen to it again, hear it at a party, whatever. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I've, I've heard that a ton. I am on to the next. Like you can get sick of a song so fast now. Yeah. Hey, the, the Jay, last one, Kev, you yeah. talk to this last one here because I know, I know, I know you. <laughs> well, you had said something be- before we started recording, talking about clothing and, and ear piercing. <laughs> Um, I, I had lots of piercings. I had, uh, I think at one point, the most I had, I think I had three in my left ear and two in my right. Um, most of those were, were pierced by somebody else, like, like a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, I think I went to the mall for one of them, but, um, so yeah, lots of earrings. And then, uh, and then we were talking about pinning our pants. Yeah. Which, pinning the pants or rolling like, the pants. If I told yeah. you, if I said, Hey, here's some safety pins. I want you to pin your pants. What would you do? How would you go about yeah, doing I'd that? Yeah, I'd be I would be really idea? confused. I uh, I would have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to try I want to use this new little feature. I want to try this screen share thing. Let's see if it works. Okay. I want to show you this image and this is what we used to do as as students. So you'd start off by grabbing the the cuff of your <laughs> jeans, right? And you'd, you'd get it all like flat and kind of straight. And then you'd fold it over 
Okay. Can you see where yep. I'm going with this, Blake? Okay. Then you would take now. Now this is actually an example of rolling your pants, rolling which your pants, I don't know yes. if you remember, Jason, but for me it was the evolution was uh, pinning first, and then rolling became a fad. Yeah. People um, still roll their jeans. So now. and. and yeah, oh, college kids. I've yeah, even back, yeah. I've done it. Even with the fold over, like not that? with the fold over from the side, just from the from the bottom, right. just rolling them up twice. Just yeah. See, the thing when when we were doing this, it was always to get it as tight as possible. Um, and so, and then I can remember when it was. <laughs> I mean, there were mornings, Jason. I would have meltdowns because I just I couldn't get it right, you know. And I'd redo that that cuff. 15, 20 times, and um, there's a lot of stress. I remember there being was. stressed you, out yeah, about that. Yeah, because you wanted, yeah, you wanted to look good, right? You wanted to go in and look good with your yeah. you know, rolled up or pinned pants. The other thing I would say, um, I used to have uh, an earring too, and I had. I remember uh, my mom. She would tell me she's like, and this was one where I was going to get my senior pictures. You will not have that <laughs> earring in your ear when you take your senior picture. So I did talk her into having a couple pictures with my earring in, but yeah. then the one that actually went in the yearbook was Where not, are those pictures uh, with at? An earring. So yeah, it oh, <laughs> grandma, grandma will pull those out for you. You'll be able to see those uh, old pictures. Of, Cause I'm, of I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't uh, picture you guys as, as earring guys. I, I didn't, uh, <laughs> oh, that was that was the thing. That was that was the the look. Uh, I think I had, oh man, I think I had hoops in one. I had studs in the other. Um, yeah, that was that was definitely the look. And parachute That's, pants. How about that, Jason? Jeff, parachute oh, yeah. pants. Parachute pants. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Break dancing and all that good fun stuff. Yeah. So, man, that was good stuff. Yeah, that well, was fun. That was fun. That was fun going down was. a little memory lane there. And Blake, know, you I, kind of. Filling us in with some of that. Yeah, stuff. that was uh, that was fun hearing All the right. differences well, and uh, hearing what you guys are up to. But some similarities yeah, too. There definitely. were some some things that kind of crossed over. So, well, I tell you what, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Um, uh, Blake, thanks for your time today. I know you've got things going on. Sounds like you got a got a shift that you got to get to. So. Again, we are grateful. Um, we're glad you're aboard. We're glad you're helping out. Um, we're definitely going to, I think, benefit from from having somebody uh, helping us out uh, from a different generation, kind of giving us a different perspective as we kind of walk through this thing because this has been uh, been a lot for uh, Jason and myself, big learning curve. So uh, we've, I kind of feel like we've got an insider um, thinking, thinking like younger people that's helping us out. So... Thanks for joining us today on our on our first uh, video. Yeah, thank you podcast. guys for having me. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely, and Blake, I we do appreciate that, bud. And um, hanging out with the two principals today as we continue on this journey, one step at a time, one conversation as a time at a time. And as we wrap up today's episode, again, for those listening, we'd love for you to follow, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast wherever you listen. We are so so grateful for your support. As always, you can follow us on all of our social media accounts at Two Principles, and you can find us on the web at twoprinciples.com. If you have questions for Kevin or myself, we'd love for you to email us at twoprinciplespodcast at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for raising your frequency today and looking inward, wishing you peace and happiness wherever it is that you are on your journey. And remember, a better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Until next time, get out of your head and into your heart.